I got into this because I'd had enough. I was fed up, but I got to put my words into action because I felt that at that moment when I spoke to the Board of Supervisors, there was millions of people listening. As I've sort of become a leader in this movement, I've realized that people want nothing more than to get on board to get their freedom back. If my voice gets heard and helps people, then this has all been well worth it. If my kids have a better America to live in, then this is absolutely worth it. I really don't like this stuff. I never wanted to be part of a production or a movie or, you know, I'd rather be out in the fields fighting somebody. This is the way that we fight. If this is the way that we inspire uh, people to move forward and, and to come on board with us, you know, for the win, then I'll be here. So. My fellow Americans, it is time to take our freedom back. going on <laughs> no what a week today just just waters around the does anybody table. else feel like during the holidays days just run together i couldn't tell you if it's a tuesday or wednesday or yeah what monday is you know well, it's so you throw a couple holidays in the mix and all of a sudden we're living in where we all hanging oh, out last man. night yeah riding horses and atvs and tearing it up Bonfires. episode seven is gonna be killer yeah it's gonna be good are you pumped for it I'm super pumped. It's going to come out hopefully early January. We've got a lot of content to put together. Um, what what shoot did we do last night? We, 153. One shoot 153. So yeah. wow, not all footage. for That's episode seven, but from the beginning. You know, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Now a lot of people said they're not going to make it to episode five. Now here we are on episode seven, and there's people that said well, they're not going to make it to ten. We'll make it to 10. And, yeah. this is really, <laughs> and this is really episode eight because we had a 6.5. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So, yeah. And in there. I feel the content is growing. I, like, I feel like we have more content now to work with. Well, than, the tyranny keeps coming, we did. so I guess we got yeah. more time. <laughs> and, and the victories that we're having, too, are yeah, making true. for great content. Yeah. yeah it was so. interesting starting because a lot of the uh, early conversations of the documentary were sort of in, in some way reminding people of where we were in 2020 and why they were frustrated and upset that our county was treated just like LA or San Francisco and really we did we weren't facing the same issues that those counties were with the when the lockdown started and all those things um, you fast forward you know eight months into the docuseries and things are just getting more and more crazy and wild um, from from the government coming down and so it's almost like okay, we didn't have to remind people of 2020. Yeah. They we're we're just telling the story of what's happening right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. They're they're talking about the. I was, I was hearing they're talking about the uh, vaccine passport for domestic air travel now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, to start 
they're hoping to push it out in January. So mm. crazy. Wow. They're going to push every mandate they can come up with and try to control every aspect of everything that they can. And this thing ain't never going to stop. I mean, this is all about totalitarianism. But uh, one thing I wanted to say was, you know what? In the beginning of this whole thing, it seemed like a job. Yeah. And now it's like I'm kind of having, I'm having fun with it's it. Fun. It's fun. I don't know if something. Well, I think everything kind of becomes mean, fun it's, it's, when you start winning. You know, when you realize that you're winning and you're making progress and you're going that's in, true. in the winning direction that you want to go, it starts <laughs> to become kind of fun. You know, because it's like, man, we're on top here. And we, we we had the political debate um, the other day, and and uh, it we're going to talk about that. It was the opposite of boring. No, it, it was funny. The energy I mean, in room people was, was were laughing. Insane. The energy yeah. was awesome. So for those of you guys who don't know what we're talking about, we had a debate at the American Legion Hall in Cottonwood. Uh, Lee Fulton, the commander there, was nice enough to open his doors and let us do it uh, there at his place, and it was awesome. I mean, what a great time! The, the night before, I didn't know whether there was going to be ten people there or a hundred people there, and we ended up with almost, I think, two hundred and fifty people total. Yeah, the room was that showed up there, packed you know, out, incredible. I just like the format with the massive table that Lonnie built right in the middle and you know crowd on so both sides. Talk about that a little bit, Woody. Why don't you tell us about the format and how we were gonna have a, a panel but we decided on something else. The table was awesome yeah. though, Lonnie. I it mean was. Th- it was freaking that was amazing. That was, a beautiful that was all Jeremy's vision though really. He said well, yeah, but he sent me the, the picture and he's like, Can you build this? I said yes. He was the thinker <laughs> and you were the doer. If you and Danny it, helped with the welding. <laughs> Whenever but. we need a table, we know so, what to call let's it. Let's talk about let's talk about the format a little bit, why we yeah. chose a round table and how we decided to do this. Well we, we called it a debate, but really to me it was just like a job interview. Yep. Right. And and it was cool because we had the six panelists. Mm-hmm. It was uh it was Josh, Watkins, me, Katie, Carlos, Lonnie, and John. And then the 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 candidates from all different the all the different districts were in another room. So they would only come out one at a time mm-hmm. and uh they couldn't they couldn't listen to the other guys' answers and use them. I thought that was a great idea. So so they'd have to come in, sit down and man, the big spotlights on them, you know, mm-hmm. a room full of people. The hot seats. It was a hot themselves. seat. Yeah. yeah. And we asked them all the exact same questions. Mm-hmm. So it couldn't have been more fair. Yeah. So we decided to do something a little bit different, you know, and for those of you guys watching, this is for uh, the supervisor seats that are open. And uh, we didn't focus on any one district. This was all the way across the board, right? So we had candidates there from district uh, one, district two, and five. District Five. District Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, those are the That's three right. that are going to f- flip this year. Yeah. yeah so, recall so one, one by recall elections. and two by just another election. Yeah. Given up. Yeah. So District Two is currently Modi's district, and uh, they gathered enough signatures. The recall um, supporters gathered enough signatures in order to trigger a recall, which will take place. I believe is it February second. Yep. So it's February 1st or 2nd, Um, but that will, I I don't know how long Modi will still be in office, but I I think it's a pretty quick transition when it's a recall election, Um, a special election. Now the, the gubernatorial election, so that that's actually on a, the opposite cycle of the presidential election, February 1st. So the gubernatorial election will be the, the governor election and that's, um, in June, and that uh, a couple of our supervisors are scheduled to be on that. That is um, Les Baugh and Joe Chimente, districts one and five. And they're both and, stepping down. Yeah, and both of them said, look, we're going to retire. Um, 
it's been a great run, what we're out of here. Um, and so we right now have three seats to fill. And the amazing thing about it is that um, I think most of the time there's not a lot of public awareness of local elections. And uh, oftentimes these elected officials go unopposed. They'll just put their name in the hat and they're the one because it's the only one on the, the ballot. So mm-hmm. beyond the supervisors, we've got the county superintendent of schools, which is extremely important. Um, and then we also have an election for the DA. Um, there might be a couple more, but those are the ones we're kind of, we've been talking about as a group. But the thing um, about the debate is that we had a handful of people there. We had six candidates. We had a couple candidates that we invited and they weren't able to make it, including Modi. We wanted Modi to be able to come and answer the questions alongside everybody else. And he let us know the the night before he wasn't able to make it. But the cool thing about it is that we're seeing people come out of out of nowhere who said you I know saw faces i'd never seen before though which was really cool yeah. the the from the crowd yeah yeah and and the candidates and the candidates, sure. yeah. candidates come in saying i would have never ever thought in a million years i'd be running for this position i own a business this is what i do blah blah, blah. but after seeing what's unfold this last year i realized i needed to step up and run we don't we don't have good leadership what a in great this county. bunch of candidates yeah, really a fantastic. great bunch of guys, you know. I mean, I was impressed, you know, and the format of the questions I think was such that you know it it were kind of softball questions, you know, nothing too difficult or outside of the box. But the way they answered, it I thought was was great. I thought they had a lot of stuff to say when they introduced themselves, and then they had a couple minutes at the end of the questions to be able to speak a little bit. And um, I, I think we have a lot of good guys to choose from, you know. I was just really impressed too, like the participation on the candidate side to have. You know, the, these these candidates care. I mean, that's proof, right? Evidence, right there. When their election is until June, they could have just shined. You know, like forget you guys. Yeah, cute thing you're doing, but they weren't that way at all. Sure. They wanted to be there. They they were prepared. You could tell. Yeah. You know, and they did a great job. I thought. I thought. I thought uh, in District Five, it was cool because Chris Kelstrom was solid all night. He did a really good job. I mean, I knew he would do good, but he did even better than I thought he would. Yeah. And then Colt Roberts was, for a young guy, you know, Colt. I, I thought Colt was great. Twenty-seven you know? years old. He told me later. He goes. He goes, dude. I'd been. I was boning up all day on the Constitution. I thought you guys were like going to give me a test right there, so yeah, I was ready, yeah. man. But <laughs> he was he was super passionate, and uh, it was just it was fun to see. You know, Kevin, yeah, it's, it's going to be Kevin great to see what the voters think too as this progresses. We still have a couple of months left, you know, which isn't a lot of time, but it's enough time for them to you know expose who they are and for people to start asking the right questions. So, but yeah, Colt was great for for a young guy. You know, he came in there and seemed a little bit nervous at first, you know, but was was awesome. You know, when the spotlight was on him. Um, um, you're right. I think Chris Kelstrom really stood out. Yeah. I mean, he was outstanding that night. Yeah, and if you're not sure. a public speaker and you just have this calling to suddenly run, which one of the candidates was, and then you're sure. in front of 200 plus people in this <laughs> yeah. panel, giant table, spotlight sure. on you, cameras from every angle, yeah. it'd be like, yeah, you'd yeah. be sitting there sweating a little bit. Absolutely. Oh, he was definitely you know? sweating. He was in the Aussie. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple were, I feel like, but yeah. The, and I, I thought uh, Tim Garman did a great job. Super composed. Very just. You know, just presented. Yeah. And, and to be fair, we did hear from Tony Hayward 
that he had a family vacation that was planned ahead of time. That's why he wasn't there. So I know there was some uh, <laughs> some rumors as to why he wasn't there and and whatnot. But just to dispel all that, and I would love to give Tony a chance to come. Which district is he here? Uh, he's gonna be running for Modi's for oh, okay. district, district one or two. Yeah. Sorry. Well, what I really yeah. liked was um, how how quick people were to answer the questions, and it just showed me how genuine they were. They were speaking from the heart. You know, mm -hmm. they didn't have to sit there and think about well, how can I say this in a way that you know they they it seemed to me that people were answering the questions in a very genuine fashion, where it was just like really fast and speaking from the heart. And I thought that was awesome how how great the candidates were in that in that way. I think the yeah. format sort of lent itself to that, you know, to that kind of discussion, which is great because I wasn't at the first debate. You were at the first mm -hmm. debate, right? Yeah. And what what I heard from you and other people was that they were all started kind of repeating each other after a while. So one guy would give an answer, and everybody would be like, yeah, I agree with that. And the next guy would go, yeah, I agree with that, you know? And mm -hmm. that's kind of the way it went, you know? This kind of made them have a little bit of an original thought. Well, the, these guys um, had a lot of original thoughts, but they, they were... What impressed me was you can tell over the last year a lot a lot of people are way more informed than they were a couple oh, of years ago yeah. because you know they were calling for some of the same things to happen. Mm -hmm. Hey, we need to have a forensic audit audit each department. You know they they you could tell they had been all of them had been engaged uh, lately. That was pretty yeah. Because cool. when you ask about you know the one question was about the recent raises. You know that was your yeah, question. Sure. And they all were non. They all knew. That were that have an idea happened. of where the that raises happen and and how much their salaries are, so they could speak to that yeah. and where they stood regarding those salaries, which that was great. Yeah, District One at this point is kind of interesting because we've got this guy that came in out of nowhere, Kevin Cry. He owns the Ninja Coalition gym in Reading, and District One is uh, Reading. It's it's actually I believe as far as. <laughs> The size of District One, it's the mm -hmm. smallest because it's the most condensed. Size wise, yeah, because yeah, it's the most like people <clears throat> packed in there. It's City of Reading, so you've got they they split the districts up according to population, and so Reading is currently Joe Chimentes and Kevin. There's no, I, I believe he will have somebody that will run against him, but right now, no one's officially put their name in the hat. But Kevin, man, he kind of he came in out of nowhere. I mean, this is a guy who has been in Reading, loves Reading, loves Shasta County, yeah. and similar to Carlos, he he and his wife got fed up to where they went to Texas to look for a home, and they went to Nashville to look for a home, and then they just had this this unsettled feeling of we're not done yet in Shasta County. He's been here for a long time as a as a coach of um, students at different high schools, I believe, at um, also at the colleges, and um, so he came back from this trip, attended a board of supervisors meeting, and was like, are you kidding me? I had no idea <laughs> yeah. that we have this much lack of leadership going yeah. on at the highest levels oh in our county. Yeah. Sure. And he just walked up there and he said, what are you guys doing? And then probably within, I think it's within a few days, he said, I'm running. Yeah. I'm running. We have yeah. to have leaders there. And, and I think they're going to try to run Aaron Reznor for that spot. That's sort of on the rumor mill. Kevin's and it's getting a jump on confirmed, whoever you know, it is because absolutely. he's getting his name out there. And I hope Aaron does run because seat. I will do everything in my power to make sure that she gets crushed. You know, and and I hope that the the residents just get crushed in this town. You know, and I'll say that out loud right now. I don't care because what they're doing right now, this backdoor politics that's going on in the city of Reading, what they're doing to the Rancheria, what they're doing to the Tribe Year system. What about uh, trying to sell property? Horrible. That's well, that's what they're doing. It's horrible. You know, and she's done a horrible job as a mayor of Reading, and I hope that if she does run, that we crush her. You know, so.
They're going to sell the peasants' land without even, and yep. you know, it's we, not like we get to vote. On what are you talking about, that John? Specific th- the, the, but some people don't know. I know what you're talking about. Oh, you're talking yeah. about uh, the, let's talk about the land that was sold out from. Talking under. about the <clears throat> the um, civic center, the rodeo grounds. No, no, that's, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, that's what he was talking. Oh, about. Yeah, no, he talked about that. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, I, was talking, other, I was talking about the land that well, was that's sold. Not, that's not. That's what I was. I mean, there's for the rancheria. The rancheria has people them. don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, the yeah. Access. That's a whole other separate yeah, issue. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, well, no. Jeremy, explain <clears throat> what point, I was talking about, and then Carlos. About that. Yeah, I, I was just saying, give a little background, because I think uh, for most of uh, our listeners, they might not even know that's so happening. So I, right I grew up like on the river, the ri- and I still go to the river, you know, every day. And, you know, there's this backdoor deal that where, I mean... I know that we vote to elect the people to make the right decisions for us, but none of these guys ran a campaign on, hey, we're going to sell <laughs> your guys' property to the highest bidder to, to give ourselves raises or whatever reasons they need to. We need to live within our means. They're trying to sell the most the best property in the city, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it, I would agree. It's in the Sundial yeah. Bridge area. The, I was just the, there the, the other Civic, day talking across the way. You can look rodeo, it up on the rodeo, map. Yeah. The rodeo oh, grounds. It, yeah. I mean, give me a break. Yeah. Like, why Why are we going to sell off? It's because they're all buddy-buddies. When you're talking about the Resners, the Salters, the McConnells, all these families, you know, that think that they're, they're ready to elite, and I'm ready to just, you know, really go to war with who I need to. You know, when I start hearing things like, you know, oh, Chris Resner's making fun of people wearing red, white, and blueprint gear. Now you've picked a fight with me that I never wanted to pick with you. So I'll make sure I never go to Dutch Bros again. I'll make sure nobody I know goes to Dutch Bros again, and I'll make sure that we get Dutch Bros out of Palisadero one day. You know, yeah, And I, I don't live. think any of these guys yeah. ran. So, well, let's go to war. You want to go to war fuckers let's go let's go to war you, you know think- I, I don't play these games no no i'm serious you know and you, this is my opinion this is not the opinion of necessarily you guys this is me saying this you know you want to pick a fight with me you know you're gonna have a fight on your hands you know i don't like the way that's going at all well was you that know? was that a campaign slogan hey elect me and and i'm going to liquidate your guys's prime property to 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 expand freaking government but if you yeah. if you were considering doing something like that the right thing to do as a representative right is to advertise that you're considering this and open up the floor have some public comment time to come in hear from but they were like somebody just happened to find out that they were going to like hold this vote it, it yeah. almost like and it blew up yeah but kind of viral they didn't advertise like, at what? all you're gonna sell that sure. like, yeah. no way no it's insane yeah. it's insanity what's going on there. And, and and wait till we get deep into the weeds as to what's going on in the city of reading right now we're really focused on the county level but wait till we get to the city and it's gonna be oh, a lot of fun the dominoes yeah, are gonna fall yep are they selling that pro- is it the mcconnell's that are buying it it's a McConnell's, yeah. Yeah, the McConnell's need, it's gonna need land. more land in Reading. They, it's going to have enough the property, though, right? <laughs> they need to more land. Let's talk about the Rancheria. The Rancheria wants to build you know, their, their casino, the resort, there uh, in South Reading, off Bonneview, which I think would be fantastic. And there's people saying, well, that's not what we want people to see when they come into Reading. I said, why not? You want them to stop in Corny and spend their money there, stay the night there, or drive another 30 minutes, 40 minutes, and stay here in Reading, spend their money here. You know, It's asinine, but this is the kind of stuff that goes on because you have people like Red Emerson saying, well, I don't want them building that near my house. You know, Well, too bad. Move somewhere else. You have the money, too. Why can't they have their, you know, their casino? Why can't we have a resort here, a place that's going to draw people here and increase 
the revenue for our economy here locally. So they're not you know? letting that ranch. Well, what, 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 what happened is this: there's there a piece of land that the tribe needs in order to get onto the property, you know, and for and, a right away, for, for like a right away there. Yeah. yeah. And Aaron Reznor sold that to red Emerson, um, you know, for, for cheap, you know, simply because they knew that that would stop the project. They knew that if they can't access that land, it was uh, owned by city of Reading, the land it was. And so the city of Reading council voted to sell the, the land to red Emerson in order to stop the rancheria's leadership, yeah. Obviously, knowing what the outcome yeah. of that was, and you know what I mean. If you have a piece of property and the easement that gets to it is 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 owned by somebody else, and you don't have a, a right uh, to get through there, or I don't know if easement is the right way. I guess that would be a, a it, it would the, be an easement if, if they yeah if they owned it. But if somebody sure. owns the the property that gives you access to your property then you can't access it you're basically you're landlocked you there's are. nothing you can do with it yeah so that's yeah, where it sits right now and that's where it sits it's right landlocked. now yep so yeah and we'll, so we'll he's not going to give an easement oh no so. and now, now the tribes put a ton of money to make sure that you know um obviously they're going to fight for, for for the casino you know for the new resort but they're also going to start getting behind candidates you know which is going to make local politics pretty interesting now you know with the ranchers and put a lot of money behind certain people so i think a lot of people are realizing that uh what this county and what the city of reading doesn't need is more um fake elites yeah yeah like the 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 (laughs) the people that have been kind of working the system for a long time and um game in the system no i mean honestly well, they, like, they, they, they want to put they want to put multi-family units right there where the rodeo grounds are you know on that land that's what they want they want to put it right there it's a horrible place for it why don't they put it across the river they already own that land mcconnell's already have that land across the river you know and they're supposed to build a bridge over that river you know there's got to be another way to get into there you know but the mcconnell's went and they built a building right where that bridge is supposed to go you know so this is the kind of thing that they're doing that we're going to start to uncover you know so I wonder what wow. kind of response I'd get if I was like, hey, I want to buy this piece of land from the city. They'd probably freaking laugh at me, dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because you're not a McCall or a Salter or a Resner. Or, <laughs> I know, really like this people. piece of property. Will you guys yeah. sell it to me? <laughs> yeah. So how do they determine the buyer? I don't even know how that works. <laughs> it's a backdoor deal, I think. Well, you're talking about Red Emerson, you know, where he made a big stink, and I'm sure he puts a lot of money into the city of Reading, into the county, and yeah. you know, into the recall uh, opposition. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's funding the other side. Funding to Sierra, Sierra Pacific you know? put twenty thousand up to support Modi on the you know vote no to recall Modi. Sure. Sierra Pacific put twenty thousand in, which is interesting. Like, what's their gain from keeping Modi in? Right. Yeah. What is that? What is that tie? You know, I just who's that fucking sorry, who's that socialite chick, you know, who oh, represent red? Yeah, so the so Sierra Pacific's, um, I don't know Lanham. her official title, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, Christy Lanham. She, uh, she's like a PAC. Or Why don't we have her on the show? Let's bring her in and let her have her 15 20 minutes of telling us why she's. Doing the things he's doing and why Red's doing the things he's doing. That yeah, would be that'd good. be good. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, there's an article, and I can't remember what publisher it was, but it's something like the New York Times or the L.A. Times or it's some you know some big uh, newspaper that's been around forever wrote an article about 20 years ago. I actually read it. Somebody told me about it, so I just searched one day and I found it. it's 2001, um, and it was. 
basically beware when big wealthy philanthropy groups move into a county mm-hmm. um, because they come in under the guise of philanthropy, but oftentimes <laughs> no such thing, they, you know, and the, philanthropy they used, you yes. know, it's interesting because they used McConnell's and Shasta County as the example of the story because McConnell's had just set up shop here yeah. and they came into Shasta County with a hundred million dollars. And I, th- I believe their latest statements are right around $500 million. So you're a philanthropy group. You come in with a hundred million, somehow 20 years later, you got 500 million. And, um, and you know, the, the whole newspaper article was like using them as an example saying they just moved into Shasta County. Watch what they do over the next 20 years. And where does their money, how did they five times their money? I mean, what do they produce? <laughs> exactly. I mean, the, the it is, it's like I, my mind doesn't even know how to work that angle. Sure. I'm like, what? So you're a nonprofit and you're, you know, philanthropy, but then uh, you, you grow five times. What, what, I don't you, understand you it. Go fundraisers we, on the weekends, you know, pancake breakfast. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Car washes. Yeah, seriously. I never got a pancake. No. They own a lot of land. They, I, I don't know the extent of, of how they make their money, but one example would be is that they sell water. They own they land. land. Like they, yeah, they, they own so much property in Shasta County, and, and some of their property is on areas where people need water, so they've worked out a deal where they sell water to that area because they own like the rivers there or something. So mm. they know what they're doing. Oh, yeah. So we're talking about philanthropists, and um, I'll give an example of, um, I'm going to say the name that gets kicked off pretty much every platform, but George Soros is, Shorish is actually how you say it, but uh, George Soros is, um, (laughs) he has installed over 20 state attorney generals and backed them up and financed their campaigns. And just to show you, there's only, what, 52 states in the country? Okay. Well, well, depends on how you look at it, but yeah, 50. you can. Yeah, so tw- over twenty of them. Rico, and it yeah. depends on yeah. how you look yeah. at it. Whatever. So there's fifty oh. states. Uh, George Soros has installed over twenty state attorney generals. Okay, and that's. I mean, I could go on for that's hours about the stuff. I'm not too. A lot yeah. of oh, oh, absolutely. On local, and dude, we're finding out how important that is. You know, to have a good AG, to have a good DA. You know, mm-hmm. I mean. Even more so than I think other elected officials, you know, representatives. I think having people, you know, who are managing the legal system is probably the most important thing. These guys got the judges, they got the attorney generals, yep. they got the DAs. I mean, you name it. They they're they're covering all the bases there. They're getting involved in the office of education. They're involved in the county clerks. They're involved in the machines that we use to vote. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's it, you start unraveling all this stuff and, yeah. and, and digging into who controls what, man. And, and uh, people got to stand up on a local Peel level and just layers. reject this stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, if you're a, a, a super wealthy person in Shasta County and, and, and oftentimes your wealth is derived by um, certain deals that you need to make with like government officials in your county or your state or whatever, then you're going to want the right people to be on those supervisor positions or the right senator in play so that you can, you know, get the most love out of it as you can. So it's, it'll be interesting because we're, 
you know, the people that are running against the, the Modi's and whatever, the, the ones that are stepping up to, to run for supervisor positions, a lot of them are not, I mean, mo- actually all of them are not that at all. They're, no, they're just working class. Yeah, they're just working class. truck driver, a gr- you know, grocery store. Sure. Yeah. And, I mean, it's- and so that they don't have any favors to give, you know, in, in that regards, they're just, they're coming in. Um, really passionate, pretty green, which I think is a good place to start. Um, smart, smart business people, but green when it comes to all this shenanigans that goes on to yeah. where when they first are fed that, you know, my hope is that they'll say, no, we're not doing that yeah. anymore. And I think that's what some of these, uh, like the Sierra Pacifics are saying, we, we cannot let those guys get in because all of our favors are going to be out the window the second they all get in there. So, yep. They like it just how it is. Yeah. So let's put that chick on the docket, have her come in and talk to us for a while. Let's find this out. Because we can sit here and speculate, you know, and form our own opinions based on th- things that we see. But I'd like to get somebody to come in here and talk and tell us well, hey, and what's going what, on. Here's why we think this way. And I think the direction we're going, if th- these people that we're all sitting here wondering, or y- you can yeah. cite all the different moves that have been made and they don't show up to defend themselves or talk sure. about it you're kind of incriminating yourself at this yeah. point because this is moving in the county people why we have eyes on it debate, perfect example exactly so i mean yeah there may have been you know scheduling errors but there's gonna be more yeah so if yeah you we're gonna do this not showing well, you, up you, you know you're, you're Reza, a suspect right? at that point yeah, yeah. well we have her on the show have her come on yeah to, i could find call herself her. you know see if she wants to do it yeah we'll, we'll play nice um well, let's have her put her name in the hat first. I don't know if she's going to do that, but that's the rumor. No, but I want to. I want to ask these questions about why she's doing what she's doing at the city of Reading. Just as a mayor, yeah, yeah. you're yeah. the mayor of Reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, well, and I hope deal. we keep growing, and our audience does to get to that point. Sure. You know, to where now it's an honest conversation. Hey, yeah. we think you're doing this. Come tell us. Let's debate it. Yeah. What angle are you coming from? And if you don't have anything good to say, then you probably won't show up. I mean, sure. that's what we're going to assume if you just keep not coming to the invites. Yep. Because the citizens are watching, and people want to see this. And these are patriots. These are people that own businesses, employ people. They're you know running all kinds of stuff in this county. And we're gonna have more opportunities, so, right? We're gonna do this again. I mean, the interview. Debate. I hope so. Yeah. yeah, I want. I would really like to do it um, as much as we can. Maybe once a month or every couple months. The next, the first one we did obviously was the last week in Cottonwood. The next one I'd love to do it in, in the city of Reading. Yeah, maybe somewhere like Old City Hall or something. Um, and we could uh, focus on District Two, and just spend a little more time with those candidates because that's coming. Yeah, definitely. Can narrow that um, a little bit. The other thing I wanted to let everybody know is we are planning on posting the entire debate within the next few days. Is what we're hoping. So if you miss the Cottonwood debate, we're going to post a recording of the entire thing. It'll be on um, the Red, White, and Blue Prints. Um, Facebook page and mm-hmm. YouTube, and then or you um, can watch it on Donnie's page. She was, yeah, I think she posted. She was there, right? Did she post something? She, I think she was live when she was there. No, she was. I think she was Facebook live, and it was she was there. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you know what's funny is that I've I've tried to, I, I've walked up to her and tried to have a conversation, yeah. and even though she'll write a hit piece on me or write a hit piece on you, sure. I walked up and said, "Hey, you know, let let's have a conversation here. You write all this, you yeah. know. Here yeah. I am. I'd love to answer yeah. some of your questions and talk to you." Yeah. And 
dirty looks and and no you don't want to talk to me and the thing is is she shows up at our event and she's got i mean first of all they're the only ones wearing masks but then she's got her camera guy two inches from the people that we're you know having asked questions and stuff and and that was pretty awkward yeah i mean they're literally up (laughs) like inches away from your face and i'm just saying it's like but the thing is some professional what what i'm trying to say is that if if we were the same as them, we would have said, hey, you know what? This is our event. Get out of here. <laughs> but the point was they don't just... have events. They don't have anything going on. They don't well, do anything. They don't have a <laughs> you know, Their event is to try to destroy ours. But we let them have, we have nothing to hide. We're yeah. only telling the truth. Yeah. And we know they're probably there and going to write some kind of hit piece. No what matter are they what. Having? Are, they, are they doing any kind of debates or anything for their candidates or people that they want to run? Invite or, me to a debate. Yeah. You know, we've invited know, them. What I've heard. Do you have anything besides radio ads? I mean. No, I don't think they're doing any sort of debates or something. And. I think part of the thing that I I love that we are doing is we are getting people in this community aware of what's happening locally. We're inspiring them to get involved. Um, you know, that I look back over this year and I'm like, yeah, it is messy. Anytime there's change, there's mess, there's messes. Anytime you remodel a house, you have to tear it up first. And, uh, you know, maybe we're, you know, we, we just, we're at a point now where we've torn the house up. We're taking loads out to the dumpster, and we're going to start putting up drywall. We're going to start putting down new new flooring, and it's going to be beautiful. But it, it is kind of messy, but I love that people are involved. I mean, I'd way rather have um, a, a community that's active, that's educated, that's rising up, and taking some personal responsibility for this amazing country that we have and in our community that we're – that then rather than having people that are apathetic, uneducated, don't get involved in local politics, which is kind of what I believe most counties have been like for a long time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it, it all starts with Modi getting rid of him. And I and I and I was sitting there thinking the other night. I just wanted to say this. I know we're out of time on this one, but when I was looking at the two candidates between Dale Ball and Tim Garman uh, the other night, I was thinking. Man, I, I could live with either one of these guys yeah. over over Leonard Modi. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because Dale, Dale had a good handle on a lot of the issues. Oh, yeah. He's probably yeah. one of the most educated on. They both he's done this before. He's, he's done his homework for sure. Yeah. yeah, and he's been. Yeah, I mean, he ran before and almost yeah. unseated Modi already. He did. You know, yeah. and then he, you know, has been involved in in the community. He did a good job. I mean, yep. he has a lot to say. So. Yeah. Um, sure. Make sure uh, that there's only a few people that have really been chipping in for this. And I know there's been a lot of people who are supporting us by buying our merchandise and, um, you know, buying VIPs and stuff like that. But I'd encourage you, please, you know, we could definitely use your support. You know, go to the red, white, and blueprint.com mm-hmm. and, and buy some swag from us, uh, buy a VIP, uh, share our content. You know, let's get it out there. Um, you know, we want to get this. Spotify, Apple Podcast, YouTube, Facebook, Rumble, Rumble, Rumble. That's all right here. Oh yeah, Apple Podcast. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Anyways, and along those lines, you know, I I talk to friends that can't put the time in or don't follow it as closely, but I, you can put the dollars, and that that is as important. 
Yeah. You know, there's the people sitting at this table and there's the people that are putting in the money on the back end too. And like I want all of us put our money in too, but <laughs> <laughs> and I want to yeah. thank everybody that showed up to our events and bought swag and, and, and uh supported us in the past. We we really appreciate it and we wouldn't be here without your support. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. All right guys, thank you. Thank you. Later. Thanks everybody.